tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. If you follow my ref reports on social media, then you know the name Eric Lewis. If you don't know the name Eric Lewis, you probably don't care about the NBA because he is no stranger to the ref reports. He's one of the NBA's most respected refs. Uh, For the first time in ages now, Lewis will not be working the NBA Finals. And the reason is not because he's missing calls. It's not because the body of work is so bad. He is being told, host it down, um, because he got caught with a burner account on Twitter. Let me just say that again. Um, One of the most respected refs in the NBA is not roughing the premier event of said league because he has a burner account on Twitter and is spending all hours of the day defending his brethren and him on social fucking media. Yes, he seemed, if you look at the uh, the receipts there, he seemed, if it's him, to be spending all of his free time defending his calls against angry fans, which if you follow NBA Twitter at all, you know that's probably like 78% of NBA Twitter. Uh, so it was probably like a second full-time job for Mr. Lewis. Uh, the truth, though, from what I can see, is that there really wasn't a lot of stuff in there that you can get mad about. Just him and his little burner account and his Twitter fingers defending himself and other refs. So, why is this a big deal? I mean, it's kind of a big deal because Adam Silver knows that you don't want to mess around with the perceived propriety, the reputational integrity of NBA refs. Why? Um, Because it's already been damaged. There was a guy, and he, like, took money, and he changed calls his name was tim donahy and there was a whole documentary about him and you don't want to have a controversy especially a controversy cloaked in secrecy like secret burner accounts because it makes other fans wonder what other refs are using burners if they're using burners 
are they coming after players with those burners, like Fred Van Fleet, who criticized those refs by name? And does that translate into ref retaliation? Are we going to get a full-scale KGB versus the CIA, ref versus player interaction here? Are we going to get some espionage? That's a can of worms that the NBA just can't have. That is not one open. According to my guy, Mike Bass, he's longtime NBA spokesperson, head of communications, regarding Eric Lewis and the social media posts, we are continuing to review the matter, and he will not be working the finals. Shit. He, you are not going to be seeing Eric Lewis this year. Uh, maybe never in the finals again. All because he couldn't stand being criticized on social media. NBA refs. They also put on their pants one at a time. NBA refs. They also defend themselves on Twitter. They're just like us. Uh, let's move forward. I almost opened this segment by saying, uh, now that the Lakers have been safely eliminated from the playoffs, but I thought that would be... I thought that would be a little rude. I thought that might be piling on a little bit. Um, even though I can't stand them, as you know. The Lakers, if you remember, were swept. Uh, they, they, they took no games from the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. They, as if they did not win one game uh, at all. But really, ESPN now has stopped its week-long freakout over whether LeBron James is going to retire. So... I did want to take a quick moment to survey how things are going in, in purple and gold Lakerland because um, the purple and gold kingdom is, is having some trouble, mostly because they're a victim of their own success. What do I mean? Rob Palinka, I've said some mean things about Rob Palinka, I'm not going to lie. Some of it's warranted, most of it's warranted, but he also made a ton of great moves. Let's be real. What he did to get rid of Russell Westbrook at the trade deadline was nothing short of David Copperfield. Two guys that he ended up picking up at the deadline, incredible, Rui Hachimura, but then picked up as an undrafted uh, free agent two years ago, Austin Reeves. And now that they've played really well down the stretch, now that they played really well in the playoffs, it just might cripple the Lakers franchise to the point where they're deep into the luxury tax, which Jeannie Buss does not want to be. And, like, truthfully, they're, they're kind of having a hard time keeping them for the long term. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's start with Rui Hachimura. He was jettisoned, largely given up on. I think he actually asked for a trade out of Washington, but he looked really good for the Lakers. Like, really, really good. Lakers insider Jovan Buha noted that the Lakers have stated on multiple occasions that they are going to match any offer for Rui Hachimura. Since he already turned down $15 million from the Wizards, the market for Rui is rumored to be in the $15 to $18 million range, but could go up to $20 million per year. That's Anthony Simon's money. Anything over 15 is a problem for LA. So this is what Buha wrote. I think where it gets a little dicey is if there's a team that sells themselves on Rui and offers three years 60 million 
or four years, 80 million. The impact, though, of having to overpay for Rui has ripple effects, and it 100% impacts how the Lakers deal with, what do they call him, the the Arkansas bird or whatever they call him, the Nashville, I don't know. When no one has played themselves into a bigger contract than Austin Reeves, as you know. He's from Arkansas, as I just said. He's become a real two-way threat this past season. And the Lakers' problem with Reeves is that you have an undrafted rookie. They signed him to a two-year, $2.5 million contract. But unlike second-round draft picks, he became a free agent after two years because they were stupid doo-doo dumb about how they negotiated. And the bigger problem now is that the Lakers have his bird rights, and they can technically match any offer for Reeves. But let's be real, they can only offer him four years, $52 million. As Mark Stein and others believe, there's going to be multiple offers for Reeves, as high as $20 million again for him. Again, another problem for the purple and gold. So here's what could happen. A team like San Antonio could offer Austin Reeves four years, $80 million. Certainly plausible. The Spurs would be on the hook for $20 million per year. But if the Lakers choose to match, there's all kinds of ramifications here. The Lakers will get Reeves in his first two years of his extension of $11.4 million and $12.2 million. But then, here's where it gets interesting. The final two years become a bomb on their cap sheet, and Reeves will make more than $27 million per season after that. This is what the folks in the biz call a poison pill. For a reason. Michael Scotto notes Orlando, Houston, and San Antonio will all have their eyes on Reeves in the offseason, and others may be watching and waiting as well. So to recap, uh, the Lakers are in a precarious situation with Rui and Reeves, the cornerstones of the depth that Braun and Anthony Davis need. Let's be real, it will cost them dearly in the first two years, probably around $30 million per year, and could balloon to $50 million a year for both of them in the final two years of their contract, which will, again, make it very difficult for the Lakers to do the things that the Lakers need to do to compete. But, hey, Braun will be retired by then, right? It's only two years away. Well, they still also have to find a point guard. Now rumors are that they're either going to have to sign D'Lo in a sign-and-trade or try to get him to take a team-friendly deal, which, let me be honest with you, uh, our guy was sitting on the bench getting uh, straight no minutes in crucial playing time and so, do you think he's going to want to be uh, team-friendly to the team? Uh, no. I sincerely doubt that D'Lo is going to sign any deal that is not worth his market, even for the team that treated him so well, a.k.a. drafting him and then jettisoning him out of town the first time. Which leaves the point guard option as Fred Van Fleet, who they will not be able to afford and who just start, signed with Clutch Sports. Clutch has used the Lakers like a piggy bank for a long time, so we'll see how that goes. So don't expect to be Fred Van Fleet to be giving the Lakers a discount either. The Lakers are at a precarious crossroads. A lot of it has to do with them being victims of their own success and just mismanaging the rock, roster. Funny how Rob Palinka might lose again now for winning.